Hey, Alana. Hi, Luke. You know what's really awesome? What? Family devotions. Really? How can I get some? By signing up for our Patreon. Um, hey, Alana. Yeah? What's Patreon? So a Patreon lets us connect with all of our listeners and provide some really awesome family devotions, tips and tricks for leading family devotions, coloring pages, memory verse, fun, and a bunch more. Check it out by tapping the Patreon link in the show notes below. But wait, there's more. There is. We also have memory verse coloring pages for anyone to download completely free. They're great. Check out the Google form in the show notes. Welcome to 66 and 365, Bible Reading for Kids. I'm Luke. And I'm Alana. And we're excited to be reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. We just finished reading all about Jesus's life in the build-up to Easter, and we have loved reading most recently the four different accounts of Holy Week. We are jumping back into the Old Testament, all the parts of Scripture that happens prior to the birth of Christ. On today's episode, we're introduced to Saul and how he is made the first king of Israel. Check it out today on 66 in 365. 1 Samuel chapter 9. There was a prominent man of Benjamin named Kish, son of Abiel, son of Zoror, son of Becheroth, son of Aphia, son of a Benjamite. He had a son named Saul, an impressive young man. There was no one more impressive among the Israelites than he. He stood a head taller than anyone else. The one day, the donkeys of Saul's father, Kish, wandered off. Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you and go look for the donkeys. Saul and his servant went through the hill country of Ephraim and then through the region of Shalishah, but they didn't find them. They went through the region of Shalem, nothing. Then they went through the Benjamite region, but still didn't find them. When they came to the land of Zuf, Saul said to the servant who was with him, Come on, let's go back, or my father will stop worrying about the donkeys and start worrying about us. Look, the servant said, there is a man of God in this city who is highly respected. Everything he says is sure to come true. Let's go there now. Maybe he'll tell us which way we should go. Suppose we do go. Saul said to the servant, what do we take the man? The food from our packs is gone and there's no gift to take to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered Saul, here I have a little silver. I give it to the man of God and he will tell us which way we should go. Formerly in Israel, a man who was going to inquire of God would say, come, let's go to the seer for the prophet of today was formerly called the seer. Good, Saul replied to his servant. Come on, let's go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they were climbing the hill to the city, they found some young women coming out to draw water and asked, is the seer here? The woman answered, yes, he is ahead of you. Hurry. He just now entered the city because there's a sacrifice for the people at the high place today. As soon as you enter the city, you'll find him before he goes to the high place to eat. The people won't eat until he comes because he must bless the sacrifice. After that, the guests can eat. 
Go up immediately. You can find him now. So they went up toward the city. Saul and his servant were entering the city when they saw Samuel coming toward them on, the, on his way to the high place. Now the day before Saul's arrival, the Lord had informed Samuel, at this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him ruler over my people, Israel. He will save them from the Philistines because I have seen the affliction of my people for their cry has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, here is the man I told you about. He will govern my people. Saul approached Samuel in the city gate and asked, would you please tell me where the seer's house is? I am the seer, Samuel answered. Go up ahead of me to the high place and eat with me today. When I send you off in the morning, I will tell you everything that's in your heart. As for the donkeys that wandered away from you three days ago, don't worry about them because they've been found. And who does all Israel desire but you and all your father's family? Saul responded, Am I not a Benjamite from the smallest of Israel's tribes? And isn't my clan the least important of all the clans of the Benjamite tribe? So why have you said something like this to me? Samuel took Saul, his servant, brought them to the banquet hall and gave them a place at the head of the 30 or so men who had been invited. Then Samuel said to the cook, get the portion of meat that I gave you and told you to set aside. The cook picked up the thigh that was attached to it and set it before Saul. Then Samuel said, notice that the reserved piece is set before you. Eat it because it was safe for you. For this solemn event at the time I said, I've invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. Afterward, they went down from the high place to the city and Samuel spoke with Saul on the roof. They got up early and just before dawn, Samuel called to Saul on the roof. Get up and I'll send you on your way. Saul got up and both he and Samuel went outside. As they were going down to the edge of the city, Samuel said to Saul, tell the servant to go on ahead of us, but you stay for a while and I'll reveal the word of God to you. So the servant went on. First Samuel chapter 10. Samuel took the flask of oil, poured it out on Saul's head, kissed him and said, hasn't the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? Today, when you leave me, you'll find two men at Rachel's grave at Zelza in the territory of Benjamin. They will say to you, the donkeys you went looking for have been found. And now your father has stopped being concerned about the donkeys and is worried about you asking, what should I do about my son? You will proceed from there until you come to the Oak of Tabor. Three men going to, up to God at Bethel will meet you there. One bringing three goats, one bringing three loaves of bread, and one bringing a clay jar of wine. And they will ask how you are to and give you two loaves of bread, which you will accept from them. After that, you will come to Gibeah of God, where there are Philistine garrisons. When you arrive at the city, you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place prophesying, and they will be preceded by harps, tambourines, flutes, and lyres. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully on you. You will prophesy with them, and you will be transformed. When these signs have happened to you, do whatever your circumstances require, because God is with you. Afterward, go ahead of me to Gilgal. I will come to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice fellowship offerings. Wait seven days until I come to you and show you what to do. When Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed his heart and all the signs about that came about that day. 
When Saul and his servant arrived at Gibeah, a group of prophets met him. When then the Spirit of God came powerfully on him, and he prophesied along with them. Everyone who knew him previously and saw him prophesy with the prophets asked each other, What has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man who was from there asked, And who is their father? As a result, Is Saul also among the prophets? Became a popular saying. Then Saul finished prophesying and went to the high place. Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, Where did you go? To look for the donkeys, Saul answered. When we saw they weren't there, we went to Samuel. Tell me, Saul's uncle asked, What did Samuel say to you? Saul told him. He assured us the donkeys had been found. However, Saul did not tell him what Samuel had said about the matter of kingship. Samuel summoned the people to the Lord at Mizpah and said to the Israelites, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought Israel out of Egypt, and I rescued you from the power of the Egyptians and all the kingdoms that were opposing you. But today you have rejected your God, who saves you from all your troubles and afflictions. You said to him, You must set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and clans. Samuel had all the tribes of Israel come forward, and the tribe of Benjamin was selected. Then he had the tribe of Benjamin come forward by its clans, and the Matrite clan was selected. Finally, Saul, son of Kish, was selected. But when they searched for him, they could not find him. They again inquired of the Lord, Has the man come here yet? The Lord replied, There he is, hidden among the supplies. And they ran and got him from there. When he stood among the people, he stood a head taller than anyone else. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the one the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among the entire population. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Samuel proclaimed to the people the rights of kingship. He wrote them on a scroll, which he placed in the presence of the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people home. Saul went to his home in Gibeah, and brave men whose hearts God had touched went with him. But some wicked men said, How can this guy save us? And they despised him and did not bring him a gift. But Saul said nothing. And now it's time for... The Question of the Day! Our question for you and your family to talk about today is... Who's the king of your life? Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. And if you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practice, we'll add it to next week's shows. Send it to 66 and 365 at gmail.com. And this week's memory verse is, For all have fallen short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Romans 3, 23 and 24. 